It's okay. I was what just saying that. that like death metal thing. It's uh, no, it's not. It's not. It's not, it's not liquid death. No, that's not what I was saying. Oh, I see. Yes, I, it's I thought literally you were... got like corpse makeup on it. Oh, mm. I thought you were talking about liquid death. No. Oh, liquid death. Oh, that's the water. Are, are, I was gonna say, are we sponsored? We could be liquid death. I know dumb marketing gimmicks uh, when I see him. I should Bill turn Bird. this off one second. Ah. Which is great because he's like, I don't know what this is, uh, but they're telling me to read it. it. Says liquid death. It's just water. Uh, it's just water in a can. Like <laughs> Bill Burr. Did you call that dumb marketing? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> that took you so long. It really did. I'm busy. <laughs> it was very delayed. Was I'm busy, busy business boy. Turning off the fucking all my mail notifications. But you're leaving on the female ones. Is that loud enough for you, Dave? Yeah, it sounds great. Should I turn it up a little bit I more for really you? I feel really good, good about the ears? fact that you're blasting my fucking ears out right now. Cheers to you, man. <laughs> Dave is the type of person to say female and not woman. <laughs> Jesus That's Christ. quite the insult. What are we, two minutes wow. in? <laughs> Morning. Welcome to Don't Feed the Artists, the tense edition. I'm Hagen. <laughs> I'm Dave. I'm Adam. I'm Jackson. <laughs> Why is it tense? Oh, I'm just really tired. I'm sorry. I'm not actually. I mean, I'm tense like 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 physically because I, I my body hurts. Big life update yeah. for Hagen. Do you want to tell them or you want me to? I'm pregnant. He saw the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Robert Pattinson impregnated yeah. me. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Dude, your TikTok was so funny. <laughs> did you? you? It did really poorly. And I'm like, that's one of my, like, it wasn't my idea. That was completely my partner's idea. Yeah, right. And like, she nailed it. If it went she, really well, you'd be like, totally my idea. She wrote, directed. And gave uh, all the like. I guess that's directing. She so and writing. So never mind. But she, uh, that was all her idea, and I thought it was funny as fuck. It's that that if you haven't seen the TikTok, I make a joke about like happy. Uh, I pretend like we're um, you know decorating for Christmas, but we're decorating for our favorite time of year, and it's a Robert Pattinson uh, press tour. Press tour. And I put up a little like a uh, uh, picture of him and Matt Lauer. Uh, and <laughs> maybe I it's still, Matt Lauer that people didn't like. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's fair. still on my uh, wall. I was like, I'm leaving that. Did uh, did you see what Robert Pattinson did after the premiere? He had an after party. Did you hear about this? No. He had an after party at Pete Davidson's restaurant. Apparently, Pete nice. Davidson has a restaurant. And just played Kanye music the entire night. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Pattinson is very funny. Yeah, as as much as I like like think that's such a dick move, it's also like like no, he, he has no thing. intention of just other than trolling in that scenario. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? I wonder what kind of food does Pete Davidson's restaurant it, serve? Isn't it something that he owns with Colin Jost or something? Probably. I don't know. They I, also I, bought a boat recently, so they're in business ventures together. Which oh yeah, no, it's I, quite the weird. Is character. buying a boat a business venture, or is that just they wanted a boat? It's not a boat. Do you want to start like a, a business a <laughs> on the water? It's like a ferry, right? Oh. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? They just bought a boat? I think they just want to go out in the water, man. No, I'm a businessman. <laughs> no, they bought a ferry I got a boat. and like a ferry line to go with it. It's real weird. Okay. It's like a New Jersey ferry yeah, or something Yeah, they're like very that. New Jersey. Of course it is. Them. Yeah, like Staten Island. But... The first stop is, is their restaurant. I read an article today that in Dallas, uh, if, if you're not from the Dallas area, there was a spaghetti warehouse that had an old uh, train car in this inside it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What's a spaghetti warehouse? It's it, a restaurant. It's a restaurant. It's, oh, okay. Can uh, you guess what they serve at spaghetti warehouse? <laughs> it's not Pete Davidson. <laughs> it's because Kanye. He does, if he was food, he would be spaghetti. Maybe. Yeah, probably. I would. I would just think like 
a hemp brownie or something like that. Not yeah. even weed. Yeah. I think um, I would think like the most simple sandwich, but somehow it looks like weird. Yeah. Like Do they serve with that like marble bread? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Italian yeah. food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Italian food. <laughs> Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Yep. There you go. You can't do that. I'm, I was gonna say, he's fucking. Tw- I'm twenty point nine percent Italian. Okay. He's I was quoting Tim that. and Eric. Mm, that is good. He just he doesn't even finish it. He doesn't even. And say you spaghetti. and you said and you said that is that a good. is a good <laughs> accidental Italian. So in the spaghetti warehouse, <laughs> there is an uh, old Dallas train car, like one of those like box cars uh, type thing, not like a big choo choo train. Um, and apparently that spaghetti spaghetti warehouse uh, shut down. <laughs> And there's like a whole like they're trying to rescue that streetcar out of it. Yeah, that's fucking that hilarious. Sense. Wow, you guys aren't. That's ha ha ha. That's a goof. <laughs> that seems like a thing that some historical society would be all about. So. I didn't find it funny because I'm concerned. What about the trolley? I I, 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 I hope the trolley's the trolley. okay. I also like the idea of a big choo choo train in a restaurant in a spaghetti restaurant. <laughs> like, like you're like you're trying to just enjoy your meal, and then the fucking just train in Denton train. just comes yeah. straight through. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Like the fucking loudest horn ever. I fucking yeah. hate that train. I was, I was late to my gig today at Rubber Gloves, and you have to go past the train to yeah. get there. Yeah, and you had to wait on the train. I was like, I, I, I didn't know what time I had to be there. I got told what time I had to be there, and I was like, oh, fuck, well, I'm going to be late. And then I was rolling up, and I was like, oh, my God, the train is legitimate. <laughs> they have to wait. Yeah. I have to- <laughs> yeah, there's 10 minutes. It's not like a commuter train. It's like a, they're like, it's, it's a, a cargo it's a, train. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's a, it's a real train. So, so it's one of those, as you're it's saying. It's a real like, choo-choo train. Yeah. A big boy choo-choo Speaking train. of loud noises, there was that we were the gig we played on Thursday. The, these fucking jets flew over the the place that we were playing. We had to like stop playing. Could not hear. They ourselves. were so loud. Yeah, could not hear ourselves. Like three times. Yeah, so that's why you guys are so tense. Is because you've been just going nonstop. Yeah, we yeah. played ten sets of music together this weekend. Yeah, and then I played two more today. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a yeah. lot. I'm very tired. Yeah. Very yeah. tired. And you found three hours, three and a half hours realistically to see the Batman. Yeah, I went, I went this morning before I had to do anything. <laughs> you told me that. I texted you something like asking like, oh, do you think this will be in the movie? And then you're, you were telling me like, oh, I'm going to see it this weekend. I was like, how? When? It's three hours. There's half an hour of previews. And well, it's, you know, he goes to the, you know, maybe 9 a.m. showtime. And you can but do that. that's not an enjoyable experience. Food there? I did get food What'd there. What'd you get? Loaded fries. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Alamo Draft House? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, loaded fries, they're like my favorite thing there. That's when I saw Jackass last week. I got chicken strips. <laughs> what did you guys eat last time you saw a movie? <laughs> yeah, Jackson, what did you get? Fries? Popcorn. popcorn. <laughs> That's appropriate. Popcorn. Al, what yeah, you yeah, I got I, popcorn at the, when I saw Batman. They had a special popcorn. How did you movie. find the time? It's three hours I long. Don't know. I don't three like and a half with uh, previews. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, four, four hours if you're factoring in the time it takes to get there and back, you know. It's a whole day. In your car. Last, in my current 45 car. 45 minutes yeah. in your current car. But yes, I had popcorn the last time I saw a movie, uh, which was this week. I saw the Oscar shorts, which was like about five hours long. I was going to say, was that longer than the Batman? A lot longer. What's it called? It felt a lot longer. How, Oscar shorts. How can it like be that the long? Oscars. There's, only, there's oh. only five nominees of each. Like animated and live action, right? They can be and long. They're shorts, so yeah. But a shorts, yeah, short. The longest I do this every year with my mom, and like 
that I remember one time there was an animated short that was like an hour and ten minutes, and that that is really made me mad. That's a movie. That's I don't know. Animated long. Sucks. Some people some people call <laughs> shorts. Some people some people will call like whenever like pants go to like down to their ankles. <laughs> you were gonna fucking do that. So I think that shorts is <laughs> kind of pants. like yeah. I mean like I'm basically wearing shorts right now. They cut off at my ankle. So yeah. you know. Why are you giving me finger guns yeah, through finger. your shirt, bro? <laughs> put them up. <laughs> oh, put them up. You got it, man. Put them up. Wow. So this is about as uh, put them down. <laughs> <laughs> this is about as hectic as the Donda Two release. Oh, you guys see what good. I did there? Good segue. That okay. was really good. That was a that was you, you got us there. That was amazing, man. It took me so long to understand how to spell segue. I thought it was spelled like segue, like the the little like transportation thing and people were always saying sieg in it because it's uh-huh. spelled like that it's s-e-g-u-e mm-hmm. yeah yeah but it's yeah yeah it took me so long to people would English. send me that and i was like what the fuck are you saying to me <laughs> that's not how you spell vague yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, <Sieg-a-wee? laughs> so are on streaming platforms and whatever i guess we don't know for this album because it was in fact released on the stem player but are well, we putting yay there's, now? There's an asterisk there. It was released on the STEM platform and the website where anyone could download it temporarily for about an hour before they fixed it. Yeah. So it did release everywhere. But it was intended. Well, we always it. knew that was going to be the case. Yeah. Though. It was yeah. going to be pirated. But Practically speaking, though, yeah, it was only released on that STEM player thing. Yeah, yeah I saw but, I saw a lot of tweets that were like, Donda 2 only releases on STEM player with a Pirate Bay link in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like that's, they did that to themselves. It was like they yeah. posted the... the you know, MP3, MP3 files on the website, and you yeah. can just download them for an hour. They and only it, put MP3s up. Well, you know, it's not it's no, not title. Fuck. So, and yeah. it costs two hundred dollars. The stem player does, yeah. And don't worry, I do know how to spell title. It's T I T L E. It's T I T. You're close. Tit. Tit. <laughs> nice. So uh, Don Two came out. So when did uh, well, four four songs of Don Two came out? Right. Well, no, the whole album's out. Um, there are 16 songs total. Stop laughing, please. <laughs> I can't, you can't tell it. I can say titty. Titty. There are 16 tie-dyed. songs. I'm trying to talk about Kanye, okay? Sorry. Well, at, at least on the 47 release date, minutes. At least on the release date, there were only four songs available, and they had, like, coming soon, like, <laughs> banner on the website for the other ones. Oh, my God. Kanye's So face. he didn't even manage to do a whole album at once. Uh, his face on his Wikipedia article That's is it. so quintessential Kanye. He's just got that, like, obviously he is pouting. Uh, yeah, that's him at the Met Gala. Have you guys watched the documentary yet? No. I haven't no. finished it yet. Me neither. It's Have good, you watched it? You've watched some of it? I watched the first two parts. Yeah. Working on the third. Okay. Uh, so Donda came out. Sorry, he has the longest Wikipedia I've ever seen. I accidentally uh, went backwards, so I lost my spot. Okay, so Jackson's Donda. learning how to use a computer. Well, it came out like last last Monday or something like that. Was so it? Donda, the first one, came out oh. August 29th, 2021. And then this one came out, or Donda 2 came out. God, I'm learning how to use a laptop here, guys. Uh, it technically came out February 23rd, 2022. Okay. So like that right there. But everything says that it came out the 22nd because that's when the live stream was. Um, which was great yeah so we're gonna talk about that but the whole like this <laughs> this was an ambitious like timeline for even yeah. like yeah. the most like prolific artist that is like a very yeah. ambitious timeline well and I, I still think the 
Kanye is bad, but the whole like Donda, the first one is an interesting like thing about him being like, I'm going to release the album, but then it's like really not, but he just like played through it and then like made a bunch of changes and then like played all those for everybody. That's interesting to see like an album kind of come together in public like that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and he if anyone's going to do that, it's somebody ridiculous like this. I mean, this is like, that was like the, you know, a more well thought out iteration yeah. of it. Um, but he did kind of do that not... for Life of Pablo, where he put it up, and then it was just like there was like five versions, and then he kind of just stopped. I think that's worse, because it was like, this album's out, but now I want to change it, and I want to yeah. change it again. Whereas this was very clearly like, it's not out yet, but it's still like, here's where it is. And he so was taking, it felt like he was taking the criticism mm-hmm. or the that kind of stuff, and you know, to actually listening to it. Yeah. yeah, of course. Can he actually truly take criticism? Probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, so this came out. And uh, there was a live stream, which went, you know, it was all the normal shit where he had well, Marilyn well, Manson. This was a live stream that Apple had originally, like, signed on to host and, and stream. And it was like a 100 or $200 million deal. And then Kanye pulled out of it a couple hours before. And you could only watch it if you have a stem player. Well, you could only watch it if you could go to YouTube and search Donda. Well, because because yeah, that's the, the route that's they wanted they were, you to take. That's what they were hosting it on was yeah. YouTube Live or whatever. Well, and because it's all IMAX, right? What it says that there was like forty-seven oh, they, IMAX. They theaters. did do uh, like a bunch of theatrical oh, okay. screenings. All of them sold the live out, stream. Apparently. Wow, which is fucking crazy to me because people sat in a room with nothing happening for two hours or yeah. <laughs> oh, that yeah. sucks. I would argue how long was the a whole the whole like, hour and a half. live stream? Oh, the whole live stream was like what three and a half hours? Three I would argue they hours. sat with nothing happening for three and a half hours. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the uh, so I I yeah, take that skeet. <laughs> <laughs> I tuned in about like uh, like right right before it started because um, what was happening was that like just like music streamers were just reacting to it and had it playing and watching it with their audience. Yeah. In case anything happened. Yeah. Yeah. So Anthony Fantano had it on his Twitch stream and was watching it with, with his viewers. And so I was like, I'll just, I'll just put it on and see, I could only watch about like 25 minutes of it before I was like, fuck this. I can't, I, I can't like, it's not that I like, I, I will say that, that it was a reminder that I do like some of Kanye's music because there was some cool stuff on there. Um, but that doesn't change who he is as a person. That doesn't change that I don't want to support him. Um, what it did really put in my brain though, is that like, I can't watch a man walk around this like extravagant set, just listening to his own music. He's yeah, not, he, for the first bit, he didn't weird. perform. He didn't perform at all. That entire first live stream for the first Donna thing, that was just it. Yeah. It was just him wandering around in a stadium and it was like. Very strange. And why the fuck are people just like, like, yeah, let's encourage that behavior. Yeah. What is that? Like, like, I, I, I wouldn't, in, I'm not going to invite all my friends to the fucking studio when we're finishing an album. Like, hey, like, let's all hang out and applaud me every time you, we finished a song yeah. now. It reminds me of that um, episode, or not episode, that scene from uh, some kind of monster where the critics come in to listen oh, to yeah. the album before it's finished. And they all just kind of like are like... I don't know. Or, or or when Lars brings his dad in. Yeah. And his dad, dad is not it. His, 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 his dad is like, yeah, um, if I were you, I would never release this. <laughs> he I was would, right. I would never, ever release this. I don't know what you were thinking. Never, never would I release this. <laughs> so uh, there, there was one interesting thing to this. I don't know if this was the case the last couple of the event things he's done, but like the cinematography and like production design of this thing was really, really cool. And I found out how. It's the people who worked on production design and cinematography for Arrival. 
were hired to produce this concert stream. I was going to make a joke about Roger Deakin, and then you said that. Yeah. I was like, Listen, oh, it's actually It real. actually wasn't it, Roger it Deakins, was... but it was the other person who's worked with, you know, the guy who made Dune. So. Yeah. It was really cool. I think the thing about it... I just it... think it's sad. It's such a waste of, like, all that talent for what it is. I thought, Adam well, I... was scared to say uh, the guy who made Dune's name. Denis Villeneuve. There you go. <laughs> Nailed it. I, I think... mean, I don't know if you nailed it. It sounds right, right? He even twirled his French yeah. mustache when he did it. <laughs> I thought it looked really good. I thought I thought everything about it looked amazing. I just couldn't watch just that. And yeah. then the other thing was that, like, I understand that it was, like, a rain aesthetic, but I also couldn't watch him walk across water. That was so, like, they yeah. made a fucking point it was very to pan nose. out. And he walked across water. Everyone everyone in, in, in Fantano's chat was like, why the fuck is he wearing rain boots? And then as soon as he walked across water, they were like, God damn it, of course that's why he's wearing <laughs> rain boots. <laughs> so there, there's the usual stuff like Marilyn Manson was there again. And, you know, but Sh- then showed up just in time for some problems to happen. Well, and so people are saying that those problems are because Manson was yeah, there, yeah. which is, you know, it's a, it's a funny bit. It's just shocking to me because then there were like actually people who seem to have integrity, like Alicia Keys was there, and I was I'm just like, man, Alicia Keys, why are you performing with, you know, by proxy performing yeah. with Marilyn well, Manson? Well, she did save the entire show. Yeah, yeah, because uh, she actually could perform her song and not throw I mean, a tantrum. For other other performances that I saw were fine. I mean, Kanye was performing well until like he had his little. So what happened was for the for those who haven't seen the hilarious clip, he is like uh, he finishes a song and he wants to skip the next song that's going to play. So he says in the microphone, "Skip." Well, he, he even before that happened, he came in like a couple beats early on uh-huh. some of the vocals because like they hadn't rehearsed obviously. Yeah. So he was already like annoyed. Yeah. So he says so he says skip, and it doesn't skip. And like a ska guy, he's like, skip it, (laughs) (laughs) pick it up, pick it up. And so it doesn't skip, and he looks all frustrated, looks all frustrated, and then just throws the microphone straight on the ground. It makes a big water, yeah, in the water, makes a big like obviously sound. Seen this, Dave? No. So dramatic. So Marilyn Manson's in the like the background. So people are just hanging out, doing whatever crap he's doing. And that's when he came out was around that time, a little bit before that. So people are like, like conspiracy theorists are like the sound guy doesn't like that Marilyn Manson was there. So he didn't listen to what Kanye said more accurately. Probably they didn't rehearse or the sound guy just didn't hear Kanye yeah. quickly go skip. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like maybe skip that, the that song. Came up, come up uh, a couple minutes later too. He's like, next song, next song. Yeah. And you just hear people like in the background cursing and you're like, on the live stream. That's weird that you guys have your like production mics going through here. Yeah, and their and their live stream had like a lot of technical difficulties, yeah. which is like kind of understandable, but at the same time well, like it's understandable because they had to put it together in a couple hours. That's true. After that's true. Apple was told to leave. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's very Did true. he say why he told Apple? Uh, he went on a big rant on Instagram about the labels are bad and companies are evil and blah blah blah. So so obviously I haven't listened to the album. I don't think any of us really has. I, uh, I've just listened to the first few songs. That's what he, that's all I heard in the live stream. So I know everyone's kind of split on like the first Donda. Haven't listened to it myself, but there was a lot of consensus that like, hey, this is a better like this is the best Kanye that we've gotten in a long time. Especially considering the Jesus is King album really not being what people like in Kanye. Well, it, it's a really long album, and I yeah. I still think that there's like a good album in there that you just didn't get to. But yeah, and so this people seems like another diversion. Yeah, and people the criticism main criticism I've heard is that yeah this feels like Kanye playing the victim about how his family's getting ripped from him, and then like there's a line because uh, most people know this, but Kanye has a feud with Nike because you know he has his own shoe line that kind of stuff. And there's a line in one of the songs that says something about like, 
oh, you know, my kids are at my uh, their mom's house. They're crying because they have to wear Nikes. It's just like, damn. I think uh, Anthony Fantano said it, but he's like, just let your kids be like exist. Like, yeah. don't let them think about like politics of like, you know, consumerism just yet. Like, they're just fucking kids. Yeah. yeah. And so that's apparently like the whole consensus of this is that it's a, a lot of that. And he released that animated video of him bearing Pete Davidson alive, which is just childish. So I mean, Pete Davidson a, deleted like, his social media. Yeah. It, like. Skeet? Yeah, Skeet, sorry, Skeet deleted his social media. I mean, it's like, I, 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 as funny as I think that the feud is, like we mentioned before, like, I mean, it's pretty dangerous to how he's treating Kim. And, and yeah, now it's, it's he's gaslighting her nonstop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying Kim's the best person in the world, no. but like, also, like, nobody deserves to be treated like yeah, that. Yeah, especially from, like, like a, a really powerful person like that. That's that's so yeah. tough. Well, and, and his intent the, is to get her back. Exactly. Well, and, and to hurt Pete Davidson. So, like, that's the whole just like super fucked up yeah and it's uh, so he, like, then he'll go post and, on instagram and be like oh, i don't want anybody to do anything bad like not too bad but anyway like, here's I'll a video do, of me burying stuff. him alive yeah. yeah it's also a claymation video that definitely took a lot of time to make and yep. i can't believe he could just pay some studio who was like yeah we'll do that was it Leica? actually it could have been because that guy's that guy is apparently not great so. um so yeah and like i went to his instagram whenever pete davidson davidson uh deleted his instagram and kanye had screenshot like yeah. the you know basically like the oh this user can't be found and he said that like the title was like tell your mom i forever changed your name skeet and i was just like what the fuck and then like this of course is like all the the russia stuff had already begun at this point and a lot of people were like they're like you have so much power and this is what you're choosing to do and like all that kind of stuff of like hey you claim to be like a man of christ like this is like fucked dude yeah like and but then does he still claim that though 100 yes. percent. there's there's a there's a there's like a lot of of god stuff on donda too yeah there's a song literally called lord lift me up yeah so like and then like but that's you like tell i didn't listen to it <laughs> that's like 10 to 20 percent of the comics the rest are like all these people saying like damn kanye you're the best fuck that guy we're gonna get Steve. clout chasers yeah. fucking clout chasers that's all so, that shit is at the risk of us being a drama channel I propose we move on. Anybody have anything else about Kanye? It's oh, just going to keep happening. I so. love being a drama channel, but we should move on. Yes, let's <laughs> move on. So, much like the Coachella announcement, New York City has lifted uh, the proof of vaccine requirement for concert venues. That's fucking metal. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to place the song. I, you know, I wish we had the automaton to you know, really accentuate your point yeah, there. You fucked up with that one. Yeah, that word too. So <laughs> this is just another thing where, you know, we'll see well, how this I mean, goes. How wonder... low are numbers? I have no clue. Because New York has been probably the safest I would state. assume the vaccination rate there is high enough too. It's not going to be a big change. Yeah, but I mean, so. considering people coming in from out of town. Well, but there there is the aspect too of, I think New York is, is a, like, residential population they're all very like happy to go get tested if they're worried about it because when i when i was there over christmas break lines were all over the place for people getting tested just to like know before they go hang out with people so i'll show you guys the the, the graph that i'm looking at right now but uh new cases yesterday were zero and seven day average is 654 so oh wow that's not that crazy that's, 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 that that's the graph so like, like i mean it's, it's pretty low in comparison <laughs> in a city that big that's like not even worth factoring into the decision yeah 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 so, uh, you know, here's hoping that that's a good call. I, and I, what I will assume is that, like, 
the requirement is no longer there from a government level, right. but there's going to be a lot of venues who are like, hey, venues no, and we businesses keep this. can do that. Yeah. And then also uh, the actual artists themselves. Like I, I in Texas, it's like hit or miss whether there you have to do a vaccine requirement. But most of the shows I go to, it's clear that like, oh, this was demanded by the yeah, actual yeah. artists themselves. Did someone did someone guess ninety percent of vaccination in, in New York? Did someone guess no, that? I don't think we said that. Yeah, okay. I did. Okay, yeah, I thought I thought someone said. It. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jackson. No, uh, I didn't. I thought, oh, okay. I thought someone said that. I thought someone guessed. Adam and I just both wide eye looked at each other like shit. Uh, like, we weren't listening. To but at least one dose uh, in New York is eighty nine point one percent, and Fuck then yeah. fully vaccinated is seventy five point seven percent. That's so, crazy. And that's yeah. seventy five point like seventy percent, seventy to eighty percent is the number that we what we want to get to. So where, yeah, where it's effective enough. It, yeah. I want to get to sixty nine percent. Dude. <laughs> Dude, that is awesome. Hey, I just I just feel like there's gonna be another wave. Like another fucking probably, variant. Probably. Although I would at least say New York is prepared to deal with that. Yeah. We're not no. here. Fuck no. So I'm prepared. Do you guys want to do the new wave? Woo! Adam. Well, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> happy birthday, Adam. Happy yeah, birthday, dude. Happy Adam. Birthday. I got I'm you a title now. subscription. You did. <laughs> <laughs> it's my uh, birthday in two weeks. You told me it wasn't. You fucking liar. I didn't tell he you that. He did tell you it was in two weeks. Okay, can you tell everybody where your party's going to be, please? No. So, I mean, we'll just really see with this vaccine thing. I mean, uh, I'm a little more, you know, open to what New York City's doing. Because, it, as I said, it's it's likely that a lot of these venues are still going to have it. Yeah. It's just not a requirement for yeah. all of them. So, we'll see. And I, I think that also includes their indoor, like, mask mandates are over, too. I would also, but, I, would, I would guess, honestly, that a lot of places aren't going to continue doing it because, like, They've seen how they've been doing, and they're like, "We don't have to do this anymore." Yeah. Like, I like I've seen it with like the places that I go to that that like give every shit like possible about COVID in the DFW, and as soon as they like felt kind of safe, they're like, "All right, we're done with this." Like, yeah, which makes sense because we're all fucking tired of it. So I feel optimistic at the same time as I feel very pessimistic about it. I'm like, Cautiously. man, I hope this shit's winding down. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, at this point, it feels like it's probably just going to be a seasonal kind of yeah. thing. We're I'm like still not used to being around now, people, though. Now until, like, fall, we're probably fine. Mm-hmm. But Seasonal, like, you know, like a thing that happens, like, you know, once every five years where we have to shut down for two years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Good recharge. It's like a, you know, like, you take four years to get your degree, and then you take a year to travel Europe. That sounds did, nice. I, did yeah, you do that? Yeah, we all no. did that. Yep. No, I didn't. I didn't get my degree, so... So that's well, what, the whatever, whatever you do, you get to go to Europe. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. There's the incentive. Fuck. You can't go before that. We got to go back and spend more money to go to Europe to then spend money to go to Europe. Exactly. Europe. Eurovision. Your... That, that's later, bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, B word? Teaser. Don't call me that word. Yeah. Um, this, this is not too exciting, but I, I'll throw it in there just in case there's a conversation. But the Leonard Cohen estate sold... The publishing catalog which this is not the same uh discussion we've been having uh but it is the same uh it was sold to hypnosis songs fund which is the same people who bought from lindsey buckingham and neil young both of which who it's, are still alive so it's, it's the different. company that we've mentioned multiple times yes. in this context they're seemingly buying up any high profile like library they can so that's important to know but uh, 
as I said, there, I, I don't feel there's too much discussion here because I feel like any estate is going to do something like this. And it would be different if Leonard Cohen was the person actually selling it. So. Yeah. I wonder if that was just as popular in the last 10 years, but it just wasn't talked about for some reason. What, selling? Yeah, because it seems like it's like the new thing. Yeah. Well, Maybe I, we just I, haven't been paying attention. I wonder if uh, these artists, like, are they were able to do this because there is a bit more visibility of like artists having getting their rights whereas maybe 10 years ago it wasn't happening simply because people didn't know about you know taylor swift's fight with to get her songs and stuff like that i don't know that's all conjecture i think there is probably an element too of like streaming is popular there's probably going to be an argument where at some point this specific company hypnosis can like negotiate special deal with Spotify and Apple Music and all that because they control a desirable like portion of music, right? So that could be part of the factor too. Is that all these companies see like a way to negotiate and like make more money off of this long term because they might own twenty percent of whatever music people want, right? So, so it was a two hundred seventy eight songs, but that also includes uh, you know some ideas, idea songs, stuff like that. So. There might be some, uh, you know, posthumous releases. And then on top of that, I look forward to seeing Hallelujah in a sexy M&M commercial. <laughs> which one's the sexy M&M? I don't know. Green? Here, let me uh, I think green. Which one is the sexy Was that Ted, Ted Cruz complained about that? Are you talking about the one where, all, where Fox News lost their Lots fucking shit about, about the it. M&M? Oh. Like yeah. that they uh, made the M&Ms too sexy? It's the green one. No, that they're, no. they're making them not sexy now. <laughs> Yeah, Ted they... Cruz previously wanted to fuck an Eminem, but he doesn't anymore. <laughs> Marshall Mathers is like, get the fuck away from me, Ted Cruz. I'm not on my knees for that reason. Oh, but the NFL God. knew. <laughs> the NFL knew the whole time, Ted and they Cruz. still let Eminem perform. It's like, where are you at, Ted Cruz? I'm in Cancun, and I'll be there in a minute. I did when I was writing the question, which one is the sexy Eminem? I did start to spell it like Eminem. Marshall Ma- Mathers. Yeah. So, uh, big oof. But it is the green one, though. Yes, it yeah, is yeah, the green so. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, the the first thing that came up was, why is the green M&M so seductive? <laughs> is it, was that like a Fox News article? or Give me a moment. <laughs> so, we all know what happened in Europe this, uh, this past couple weeks. Past week. It's yeah. been Still happening for two months, yeah. but just came to a head this yeah. past week. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people say, like, I just, uh, he, he said he wasn't going to invade. And I was like, and you believe that? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're not here to really talk about the whole situation. Uh, but that being said, there, there were some uh, music ramifications of it. So I have a list up right now from Billboard.com. And I won't go through all of it, but I'll go through some uh, notable artists who have canceled their Russian concerts in uh, reaction to the invasion of Ukraine. Uh, first one, Iron Maiden, Green Day, Louis Tomlinson, Youngblood, uh, Health. I hadn't heard of Health. AJR, uh, The Killers, Iggy Pop, Franz Ferdinand, uh, Bring Me the Horizon, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, and it goes on and on. There's a lot of people who have done this uh, in response. And then there was in a Bjork, a, right? Yeah, York, and then there was a Russian, like a a Russian, someone who lives in Russian uh, Russia, 
uh, rapper called Oxymoron, and apparently he's really huge there, and he's like, I'm not performing here. Yeah, there's a lot of Russian bands that are like, we don't or agree not, with yeah. this, and we're not doing it. Like, yeah, they're on the same page. Yeah, War in the modern I mean, age. There is one aspect of this, though, that's kind of weird, is that like, I don't think I would want to go on tour in a country in the middle of a war either. So like, there's that angle, and then also doing it for the right reasons. So there's... Uh, personally there's some like skepticism about like are they doing it for the right reason both are okay so. like i, I oh, think yeah, it's both totally is fine totally to not want to go to a war zone to perform a concert yet. <laughs> yeah like, like even if you agree and we're not saying we uh, agree with this at all but like even if you agreed with an invasion or a war you wouldn't necessarily be throwing your hands up to say like oh well i'll go perform uh in that war zone right so, if that you makes sense. I mean, if like you in, agree with russia you deserve to go play in a war zone yeah well, yeah, but in Afghanistan too, people were like comedians and bands would always go perform in Afghanistan. That's true. Well, that's that's performing for, like the, for troops. the troops. Yeah, that's yeah. but that's still that it was still like dangerous. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's. I think it's probably more dangerous if you're just playing at a club that might get bombed, though. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Live Nation has also said that they're planning to cease all business in Russia. Live Nation doing something good. Well, let's keep with that uh, mentality, Dave. Uh, Spotify has closed its Russian office. Wait, but wait, there's more indefinitely. <laughs> so they're like, we're going to wait. It might get better. And then lastly, the only other thing I had is that Russia has been um, uh, banned from Eurovision 2022, which that's that's the biggest, like, y'all fucked up. You're not going to be in Eurovision 2022. I don't know what Eurovision is. It's the contest that's like a – it's a musical contest it's almost always like that kind of like um eiffel 99 uh style techno music and each country will submit a song and there's a winner it's like the olympics but for techno music it's it's very funny and they like stream it every year it's I can't believe you've never heard it. I mean, they made a movie about it, it that it was like that was yeah. that Will Ferrell that was in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I mean, it is funny, but, but people, people do yeah. take it seriously. Very. Who are like interested in it or participating in it? But yeah, so they really fucked up, dude. Yeah, they're not gonna be in Eurovision 2022. <laughs> That's the big worry. That's the biggest sanction. Not all the that sanctions. <laughs> The other sanctions don't make a difference. Yeah, it's all um, about Eurovision. It's gonna be wild, man. I mean, it, there there's always that discussion. Like I, I remember when Radiohead uh, performed in I forget where, uh, but Israel, and uh, there was a lot of outcry. All these musicians, uh, led by Roger Waters, of course, yeah, of course, saying like you guys shouldn't play there, and like here's an open letter of why you shouldn't be playing there, and I mean. It's it's a complicated thing because l- let's say this situation goes on for like ten years, like it, it sucks for some of the like the the normal Russian uh, public to not be able to experience things uh, like the rest of the world. I don't. I'm not saying I have a solution to that, but um, you have to think that there's probably a large audience in Russia who's like, yeah, no, we don't. Yeah, agree with this agree. and we want to participate with the rest of the world and it sucks that like probably just like financially it's difficult to le- move country i would assume yeah of too. course and right now absolutely yeah and i'm right, talking about right like now, in the future yeah, yeah yeah and i'm not saying oh we should go perform in uh north korea that yeah and maybe that is what <laughs> the route that's going down but well, it's terrifying know. it's interesting you mentioned the israel stuff because that's why nick cave is getting a bunch of shit for 
uh, from his fans on like his you know little like blog he's got the red hand files people can submit questions everybody's been submitting things about like you, you're a hypocrite like you you will go perform in Israel and you won't support a boycott of that but you won't play in Russia I mean I'm, he, he's tried to explain it and that they're, they're very different conflicts like you were saying yeah but it's it's definitely like a weird area for musicians to have to like get into the politics of it and they probably never thought they would have to factor that into decisions you know yeah and I, so like i'm very pro-palestine myself and i but i also i i don't know if i understand the boycott there as much and i'm, I'm open to being educated you know I, I love to hear about it and understand why the boycott is helping that situation but i also want to think about well if the audience is mostly pro-palestine I mean, I guess you can't really uh, know that kind of thing, yeah. but that, in my mind, it's just like, man, if if the people there are suffering, w- wouldn't we want to also have some some kind of respite from that kind of thing? Right. Yeah. But as as well, I said, I don't know, and I'd love to be educated yeah, if there's also someone the angle sees too, the flaw in what I'm saying. Yeah. There's also the angle too if you want to like have an influence on, say, in this case, Russia, of like encouraging people who are Russian and don't agree with this to like maybe do something, but you're missing out on being able to do that, but not performing any shows. Although yeah. I mean, really I, what, what can you do if you're just a civilian in Russia? I was going to say it's yeah. being that it's Russia, not that much apparently. Yeah. And but, I think, I think comparing the two, like the two conflicts, it, it, it's tricky. I think looking at the one we're talking about now, if, 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 if a musician or artist feels as though this is the time to make a stand, take a stand. Go for it. Yeah. And I think I think that like it, it sucks for all people who live in Russia who disagree with what's happening right now. They can't go see music. They can't see their favorite bands, whatever, because they're not coming or because musicians aren't performing, whatever it might be. But I think that I mean, as long as everybody keeps taking this stand, you know, I mean, I I I personally think that this is going uh, everyone's taking the right steps in every aspect for the most part to like make this stop yeah and and to put this to an end so um i mean it sucks in a lot of ways that musicians are doing that but i also think it's the best possible answer yeah and i guess the flaw in what i'm saying is like saying like oh well why can't they go to the movies why can't they do these things it's like oh there's a fucking war happening like you like go get food and then like keep yourself safe like don't worry about going to get the new record at the store that kind of stuff so like i guess that's the issue and what i'm saying is like yeah like this going to a live concert should be like the last thing that we care about as a society in a situation in dire in, in this yeah in this in this it, it has to be like especially like what in, in a situation where if you are are in a position of power like like famous musicians are they have to do something with that power like that's something that i feel very passionately about and i think we all agree that if someone has like an audience and they have power that them ignoring it is is it's like dangerous and so people who make a stand and take a stand and make a choice and go i'm not going to do this thing it's like cool that's awesome let's let let's on it let let's send as much of a message as we can um with our music without actually playing music I think we I, got somewhere here. It's just so crazy that, like, fuck, there's, why is there, I hate saying this, but, like, why is there war? I feel like the Lee Britney alone guy, like, just the simple solution is, like, stop it. But the thing is that there have been wars constantly, and now this one's in social media, and it's very popular. Well, this is, this is very relevant. It's a very, it's a very, like, visible <clears throat> war, given the, like, yeah, yeah. social media and, like, the, the, the common like nature everybody has a smartphone and they can video everything and that's the only see it all firsthand is like it's not the first war that's been the case but it's unique 
Yeah. The, the, the main thing, because this is not the first war with social media. This is the first war with, like, Twitch streaming while people are, yeah. like, like, well, yeah. like, like, there's literally people who are, like, live streaming well, just live while streaming explosions are happening. Yeah, yeah. So, and like, on, like, TikTok, too. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that, that's the, that's the main difference is that, like, live streaming has become a main part of our, uh, of, of our, of our life. And so people who have made their livelihood who live in Ukraine are right. still doing that. Dude, the weirdest thing was scrolling through TikTok and it was like, five home hacks for your, like, to make your indoor garden the best you can. And then the next video is a girl live streaming, like, I think we're about to get bombed. I, I really hate to, like, be uh, uh, just a, a bit of a dick about this. Uh, try not to watch any Ukrainian stuff on TikTok. Try not to, because right. a lot of it's fake. Like majority of it's fake. Majority of it is uh, is like reused footage and reused audio. So even if it's live, it could be reused. So if you're watching something and you continue to watch it or you find it interesting, like double check the source because people are clout chasing like crazy on TikTok for for all, like during all this stuff. That's so fucked. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to say on that before we move on? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Last thing we had uh, is uh, Bandcamp. Anything uh, you guys like Bandcamp, right? Adam, do you like Bandcamp? Yeah, uh, a lot previously up until now. Do you think that they're going to get their streaming <laughs> service? Oh, yeah, it's cracking his knuckles. <laughs> I, I think it's bad that they were acquired by this company, but I can understand why. Acquired by what company, Hagen? Epic Games. What is Epic Games known for? Uh, the Unreal Engine. Nice. And for everybody else who wants to read a fucking headline, Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> Thank yeah, you for dabbing. They, they also run their own online store, and that's the main reason they're interested in this. I was they're, they're not interested too. in Bandcamp for Fortnite. Here's my question for anybody who's upset about this. They can't respond. Let's say we're all upset about it at the no, table. No, I can answer. I can <laughs> oh, okay. respond. Okay. What's the alternative option? Because they were always going to get bought, or they were going to go public because they have venture capitalists involved. What's the alternative option? It, it is. I would say it's unfortunate they had venture capitalists involved because that was a pretty recent thing in the last couple of years sure because they'd previously just been just a company that you know they were profitable on their own but that's not the case right so, I, they they were going to get bought by someone i don't have an idea of what would be a better because it wouldn't be a record label that would be right. worse yeah and it and for anyone who is listening who knows about epic games they have a uh, tencent tencent is a uh, company that owns a lot of or has stake in a lot of gaming companies and other yeah, they, stuff. they own something like 40%. 40% of, of Epic, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, for everybody who's, up, who's like, but yeah, but Tencent is, has a majority stake in Epic. Um, it's the same with every major record label because every major record label is owned by another fucking giant asshole company. Right. So I don't really understand how this is yeah, like... Yeah, there, there are big companies that own all these things, and that's that's not inherently itself bad. Like my My concern is mostly just that I think... Epic's been suing Apple recently, kind of high profile for their Fortnite yeah. stuff in the App Store. They want to run their own App Store on phones and computers and all that. That whole thing is so stupid. It's like it's really it's it's stupid. But that... mega companies asking us to give a shit about either of them. It's yeah. like I don't care right. which one of y'all wins. Fuck right. both it's, of you. It's they're trying to like portray it as like being the underdog, and it's like, but you're backed by a Chinese like state government owned and operated like company. It's like you're not really the underdog, like. And also, you, but it, that was never the case. Well, right. But they, they, the reason that has been thrown around that I've seen, at least for them buying Bandcamp, is this helps their argument against Apple and those lawsuits for antitrust and all that. As like, here's another, we're not just talking about apps and games, we're talking about music now. And like, they could buy some you know, sure. publisher I, or something like that for 
for news or books or whatever, and that would help that argument as well. And to me, that's the downside is it seems like they might just see Bandcamp as a means to an end for their lawsuit. Sure. To get their store everywhere, and they may not care about what happens to Bandcamp, which could be good because they may not care and may not touch it, or it could be bad and they just kind of let it... Did you read their statement, out. Bandcamp statement? Yeah, but a lot of those statements always just feel... That can be lip service. Yeah, yeah like I understand sure. I think but, the Bandcamp... But then how, what else are we supposed to take? Like, I think how the, the are Bandcamp we... people are... are wanting to do the right thing i just worry that epic games doesn't care to do the right thing about it i mean epic games won't do the right thing in the grand scheme because they're a giant company but i don't think this is a bad thing and if they fuck over Bandcamp, then yeah that sucks like you know that sucks for a lot of reasons but like for every single person that's going i'm not gonna use Bandcamp anymore because epic bought them you're a fucking idiot i didn't know people were saying that yeah people, it's just more i'm worried of course there's people saying that it's, it's like when whataburger was bought by the chicago company and people were like yeah. oh man like whataburger's not the same anymore it's just like okay i understand being worried that they're gonna change your favorite food chain but it's just like wait until that happens don't yeah. like just sure. automatically be like all right hands clean like i'm worried that things are going to go in the wrong direction now direction. now <laughs> if it if it is lip service then it is lip service but we're only supposed like all we can do is or read that statement well, and it's i think it's important to note that that's a statement from the people at Bandcamp. i think they have every intention of this being a good move i don't yeah. think they would have made it otherwise they said that they, they've been building for close to 20 years they said right. they denied other deals that were billions of dollars yeah. and i don't i don't doubt that for a second yeah i, I totally expect that amazon and google and apple had all made offers to buy them yeah at various points and and so like I, I, do, I think that Epic Games is not a good company, but what is? And uh, I would rather a gaming company that's trying to potentially get into this giant marketplace of other of, of just just entertainment. Selling, selling things. Yeah, yeah, be involved and help Bandcamp be a better service. Because buying stuff on Bandcamp sucks. I hate their interface. I hate their app. And their website's annoying. So, like, I love what they do. But if they can make that – if 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 because in, in their letter they talked about how we they want to improve all those things. Yeah. Well, as a part of this they've been expanding to do the live streaming thing and record yeah. pressing and all that so like they have ideas for things they want to do i'm sure that they can't couldn't have done before but they might be able to do now exactly more money which yeah. is what i really good but i'm i'm i guess worried yeah but yeah and i i share that same sentiment without adam uh the same sentiment Did you almost call him album <laughs> <laughs> and i almost said cinnamon so um yeah i i i'm in alignment with album and I, but I'm hoping that, yeah, they can refine those. I don't hate them as much as everyone else, the, their interfaces, but I get it. They, I don't, I don't they could be a lot better. The interface, but I almost always use it on a like computer, not my phone. Same. So. Uh, and then the other thing is we have talked about like, oh, you know, we, why don't they just do a streaming service? And maybe just the startup for that, getting the right data centers is. I think just being able to offer that would be complicated because of the way it's like kind of it's not really decentralized but it kind of is and that like everybody uploads their own music and all that so i think the nightmare would be like legally and logistically like how do we get everyone but on board to this this might allow them to focus their resources on that Definitely, and be like okay yeah. well this massive gaming company who already has the data centers we can use those piggyback off that and then now focus on how do we logistically do it with a, yeah. a fair payment system and here's two we advocate Here's two funny good things that I have thought about. The in 2021 they acquired Harmonix. Funny good. The company. That's funny good. The company that made uh, Guitar Hero and Rock Band. <laughs> funny good. Funny good. Funny uh, good. Epic Games did. Uh huh. Funny okay. good. I thought you were saying Bandcamp. No 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 no. no. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Um, but. So then they acquire Bandcamp. 
Now, if I'm to believe any of what's been said and, and, and all of that is information, they definitely want to expand into more of like an entertainment field as a company, not just be Epic Games. Um, and so it would be very cool if a band could upload their music to Bandcamp and then it could they could like press a button to go, hey, it's okay if you use it in Guitar Hero and Rock Band or hey, when someone gets in Fortnite and drives a car, it's cool if it plays my music there. That would be awesome. Those, those seem pretty likely. And here's the here's, here's the the major final point here, which is that, in my opinion, which is that we have like unprecedented like lawsuits with music copyright on live streaming and video games right now. This could be like a true solution to that, where a company is involved with the game side and the music side and can truly like, and, and maybe it's a bad solution, but like at least we could move somewhere rather than just like people getting pissed off because music's getting played on, on a live yeah. stream. Right. No, th those are both interesting points and they also help artists at that point. So if, especially if the artist has the option to opt in or out to that kind of thing. Um, so Which I think they'd have to, cause that's just kind of how, how bank has operated in the past is it's, it's not like you just get added to more things all the time, right? But they keep adding. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I did have mentioned you know like other companies that could have acquired them. I do think it would have been interesting if Title had acquired it because yeah. it's owned by Square. They have a bunch of money. They want to get into doing stuff like this to sell more things. Yeah, I could see that being that, that would be could cool. have been good because yeah. it was. It, it's definitely clear that at this point to me that Square doesn't need Title to like make money. Really, they're just like looking for ways to like sell more stuff. Yeah, their transaction fees and all that. So it's like. They probably would just let them do their own thing. That would be Whereas super I think cool. Epic wants to be more involved, which is where it starts to worry me. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that that, that could have been a good option, but I really do think that there was no, there, like since since they were going to get bought out. Yeah. Like, there's not really another option. That, like, if I think of any other record label that could have bought them out, it would have always been worse because yeah, it's a record label a record taking label, advantage. A record label would have been very bad. Yeah. And the the also Bandcamp wouldn't have made it probably as a public company they, no. i don't i don't think they fit with what wall street wants to see in terms of like growth because they're doing things with like we don't have our fees on Bandcamp fridays and it's like right wall street would shut that down real quick. Yeah. <laughs> whereas to epic games their credit they said they're at least going to do that through the rest of this year yeah so that is cool that feels like lip service oh that's definitely them saying this is the last year we're doing yeah it. yeah <laughs> yeah but at least they're doing that because they could have stopped it immediately. They could have so. only done it though two times, and like during the pandemic, like that. That that's not like a Bandcamp staple. That's a big thing. That's something they established during the pandemic. So, I mean, I think it is smart. It would be smart if they kept that around, though. Yeah, it's just like free marketing for them about like any musician who has music on Bandcamp. Hey, go buy it on Bandcamp specifically. Yeah, and then that gets people to start using it, and they might go back and use it on a non-Bandcamp Friday. So, yeah. I just see people not wanting to buy music as the problem, regardless. Oh, yeah. probably, yeah. So, It's too early to tell what this will mean. I think every I understand where you're coming from, Hagen, but I also, you know, I think everyone justifiably cautious. I think being cautious like is this. fine. I think that any person that's like, this is stupid, this is bad, I'm not going to use Bandcamp is like, well, I mean, it's all stupid because companies are bad, but like that's that's not to say that we should stop using Bandcamp or not just have a, like a little bit of hope that it's not just going to be okay because right. it could easily be okay. Yeah, just keep using it until it actually sucks in a way that you feel it sucks and then stop. Yeah, so I mean, question, how long until they add podcasts to Bandcamp? 
Because you know they want to, because that's the thing everybody I mean, wants to do People now. get around and use it for podcasts already, yeah. but, yeah, but not like, in the way you're talking. As an actual way. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That would be interesting. Because that, that is like the, the popular thing of any media company at this point is just like, let's add podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I, like in, in, in my worst case scenario, all I see is like is like literally every kind of microtransaction bullshit in Bandcamp. That's all I see. As what, like a downside, yeah. what, what's a microtransaction for Bandcamp? Yeah. I don't know Do what that is for Bandcamp, but like that—that's all. But that—that's the people don't. That's the thing people don't like about Fortnite is that there's microtransactions. Yeah, like, and, and a lot of articles that that is. Are you saying you like know. I'd have to go buy a song for like forty gems or something? Yeah, then, you'd have to. You, you, you <laughs> have, you'd have to. If I want all three minutes, I need to spend sixty. You like, have to get the in the in Bandcamp currency. Yeah. To then to then buy records, which then gives them more money. That's like that's like that, well, that'd I, be a death sentence. Yeah, like, exactly. That yeah. would they're smarter than that. Yeah. I mean, that would kill the platform. But that's but that's like immediately. That's what Epic Games does is that kind of shit. Like they don't they, 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 I mean, yeah, yeah there's like well, the lawsuit and, and stuff. Even and even like Tencent more broadly, they do that with a lot of their other companies yeah, that that's they why, own. That's how they make all their money. That's why people are like pissed at League of Legends all the time yeah. because like there's just microtransactions everywhere. Uh and it's it 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 does suck and I think that that is a big problem in in, in aspects of games, but I also think that like at the things that are bad about Epic Games, it's going to be really hard for them to truly implement that into Bandcamp. Yeah. Yep. Well, as I said, too early to tell. So we'll just have to see. That's all I had for news. You guys got anything? Um, Dave Grohl called Liam Gallagher the the one of the only true rock stars alive. Oh no! <laughs> have you all seen the movie yet? No. 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 And you guys saw the Batman before you saw the Foo Fighters? Yeah. I didn't see the Batman. <laughs> it's a lot easier for me to just make plans with my wife to go see Batman than for all three of our calendars to line up so we can go see a movie. I don't believe that. I just don't think you guys are trying hard enough. I believe it. Did you guys see that West Side Story is on uh, Disney Plus now? <laughs> Did you see that? So anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So Basically, Dave Grohl. Romeo and Juliet. Dave, Dave Grohl and uh, Dave Grohl's on the new Liam Gallagher single and Greg Kirsten produced it, who is like been Dave Grohl's like producer. What does he do? What? what? What is he? Is he drumming? Yeah, he's drumming. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could if you. He's if singing. You, if you listen that, to the. <laughs> I was gonna, well, that's what I was going to say drumming that there's that's my favorite dave Grohl. if, if you listen singing i'm good with it if you listen to the single it sounds 100 percent like dave Grohl. Yeah. like that is that it's, it's a it's a dave Grohl drum song do, know, do you think he ever says is this too dave Grohl? <laughs> no no um, he says i don't practice <laughs> <laughs> um but he he said uh, in an interview he said um, unfortunately we didn't do it in person but i love being in the same room as liam it's like putting a fucking quarter in a jukebox and just turning it up with that guy it's fucking great obviously he's an amazing singer and he's a fucking rock star he's one of the few last remaining rock stars i think that's probably accurate i mean I'm not there are sure. a lot of rock stars though yeah really depends on like your definition of rock star i agree but yeah. like it, I mean, dave grohl's definition yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. like a high profile like jackass yeah he's up there yeah he loved <laughs> <laughs> he loves that turnstile record yeah <laughs> yeah he did dave grohl as i said like i know i talk about oh i don't like the foo fighters and all that but like dave grohl is like probably the nicest guy in music and um yeah no i he was just on hot ones recently and i think it was might, he yeah i think he might that might be the best <laughs> hot ones interview that i've seen and it's because of dave grohl and yeah and yeah he gets really sean evans drunk he yeah, gets it's, it's really fun so funny. good yeah I, it's, did you see that album 
I didn't see this. <laughs> it's a, it's it's a very good hot ones. He was also on James Corden and uh, the bit that James Gordon was doing because James Corden I did, sucks. I did see this. Yeah, it, it was like it was like a, you have to. He's he's gonna pull out a little piano. He's gonna play a song. You have to guess what song he's playing. But James Corden's funny little bit for it is, is he doesn't know how to play the piano. No, it's, the bit is that he sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Those, that's all his bits. So he's much. like. Yeah. So James Corden has a little piano and he's kind of just like pressing keys, like kind of goofing around trying to figure out what he wants to do for like maybe 45 seconds to a minute. And Dave Grohl just yells, play the fucking song. <laughs> and and the rest of the rest of the bit, Dave Grohl is just pissed. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's definitely like playing it up a little bit because he knows that like he's got to participate in the show. Yeah. But he's definitely actually very annoyed by this. Yeah. Because at I, one point he just starts talking to whoever's next Hillary to him. Duff. Yeah. And he... He's just like, so tell me about uh, whatever the thing is that you were just yeah. talking about. Like, they, they were talking about where they're going to get dinner later. Yeah, they just had another like separate <laughs> conversation just ignoring him yeah. doing that shit. But it's, I'm right in saying that Dave Grohl publicly said that he didn't have fun doing the carpool karaoke, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he said it was awkward and terrible. Yeah. Why? I mean, yeah. It's, it speaks <laughs> to the fact that he's the nicest guy in rock and roll that he would be like, I'm going to go back and do that show. Well, I mean, he has to do it to promote the movie. Yeah, he has so, to do all uh, but the he press tour. Ha- he doesn't have to do anything. Mm. Depends, he wants depends, to. He wants yeah. to do press for the movie, but uh, yeah. he could say no to James Corden. He, uh, he or, also... or he can make an over-exaggerated, like, angry bit out of it and then right. get a bunch of views. So. Yeah. yeah. He also was uh, on Kelly Clarkson's talk show. <laughs> And and uh, and they they had a it was a great interview but uh, the, the the best bit is that um, uh, his his oldest daughter's fifteen and so Kelly Clarkson was like how how do you feel about like her about to like start to get into like the dating world and stuff like that and he was like I already have a plan if she starts to date a musician if she brings a musician home I'm gonna pull them aside and I'm gonna say I will give you a record deal right now if you never speak to her again <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I would be like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Some some young aspiring musician who knows her is like gonna hear that and be like, I'm gonna date her. I'm gonna, yeah, that's my, <laughs> my sole purpose in life now is to date Dave Grohl's daughter. Yeah, he had the exact opposite effect. He thought he would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all want to talk about what we're listening to? Sure. Uh, other than ten sets of each other. <laughs> Dude, we played a lot of notes together this weekend. How many you think? Um, How, I wonder. Did, I actually wonder that. Does what, how many he, notes? I, I play a lot of fucking notes. Yeah. D- does what? Why'd you Pagan's laugh so much playing? at that? It'd be curi- It'd be cool to know that. I guess. Yeah. I, I guess. guess. Yeah. I don't know how useful it would be, but it'd be cool. Like, <laughs> None of this is useful. We faith. play music. <laughs> listen, all my good faith I built up with Dave throughout this episode. <laughs> Do we consider what Hagen does notes? Yes. Do you, Hagen? Mm-hmm. Then it'd be a fuck ton of notes. It'd be a fuck ton of notes. Especially yeah. all them rolls, David. Especially with that one song with Kites and Boomerangs he played, Elevate. Uh-huh. The... You went up real quick. It wasn't like you were playing in an alt-country band where each like playing a couple yeah, but, shits. But still, if I, like, if I play like a train beat, that's just about as fast. It's about as, as, as many notes. That's true, but I've never heard Wilco use a train beat. So. Oh. Did you go see the, that show? Yeah. How was it? It was great. Jeff Tweedy. Yeah, so so that's what I'm listening to. I I went to. I'm really embracing with the two things I did uh, or been listening to. I'm really embracing my uh, identity as a uh, aging white man, and that I went to see Jeff Tweedy. Was that was that yesterday? (laughs) It was yesterday. The majestic at the majestic. I saw that promoted when I was there the day before, and I was like, Jackson will probably go to this. Yeah, and so uh, aging white man. Aging white man, yes. You're the youngest one at this table. But yeah. that, I, I understand that, but 
I, an aging white man is still accurate. I would say that I'm a man at this point. I'm 27, <laughs> and I am aging every second. Okay. And I am white. I would say that I'm a man. <laughs> and what I mean by that is like I'm an adult, not like a alpha. Right. Like I am the definition of beta or whatever is before beta. Cuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, after beta, yeah, cuck. <laughs> I guess that's next in the alphabet. <laughs> Let me speak. So I saw Jeff Tweedy, yeah, and I, I did my shit again where I uh, was on the subreddits and StubHub, and I was like, my goal was $20 or under, and I got $70 tickets for 15 bucks. Oh, I thought you were going to say you paid $70. So I was no, like, no, no, that no. plan failed. No, like I got, like, I know these seats, and like $70 before any taxes or fees. So $100 tickets for 15 bucks, and I was just like, man, I feel so fucking good. I feel like I'm... And, of course, I bought uh, merch from him, so I was like, you know, balance it out so he's still getting paid from me being there and got paid from the ticket, that kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, that was great. Uh, going to see Jeff Tweedy, as always. I love Wilco. He played solo? Yeah. Was it really good? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. He's, That's awesome. Was it was it actually just him, like, yeah. for a solo thing? Just okay. him, yeah. No band. It was just him and, like, three acoustic guitars he was swapping between. Cool. Does he still do the set list thing where he lets the... Yeah audience picked the set list and he even talked about that because uh, he played like their biggest song jesus six etc the uh, biggest woko song and one woman yelled yeah that's the only reason i came and he it's a small venue and he said that's the only reason all right see ya <laughs> <laughs> that's great <laughs> and everyone that. laughed at that and he was like no look like i get it like i wilco has this thing where we put up on our website before every show you can go up and put on a survey what song you want to hear every night Every single song I've ever written gets one vote. That song gets a ton. Yeah. So, like, I get it, guys. I'm not upset. And I've always made the joke that at those Wilco shows that if you hear the song you came here to hear, do me a favor and leave. That way I know when I can stop playing. <laughs> he, he's, like, really good at I mean, he's been doing this for 30 years. Yeah. yeah. He's really good at talking to a crowd. And it was just, like, it just shows when he's, like, solo he was like this when i saw him with wilco of like he's just good at like that banter and like really shutting people down in a funny way so great to see that uh and uh sorry to our listener tony i did not see you in the sea of white men at the show i would have loved <laughs> to hang out with you but i did not he see said you. he said about 75 percent of the audience looked exactly like him oh yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. um just varying ages something between 20 and 50 is the room uh white men who like craft beers sorry adam um <laughs> and then the other thing is uh i've been actually things i've been listening to is uh the mountain goats record beat the champ which came out in like 2015 it's like a concept album about professional wrestling and it's so good so those are my uh that's me expressing my white privilege there <laughs> moving on well, the the day before, I saw Nick Cave and Warren Ellis at the same place. We just oh, do, how was that? Which was really good. Uh, it wasn't just them. It was them with three backup like vocalist singers and uh, another multi-instrumentalist playing with Warren Ellis on the stuff he can't do both at the same time on the stage. Interesting. Uh, so like a junior Warren Ellis, basically. I don't know his name, so I'm <laughs> sorry. I didn't well, it was it. like Thumbcrooked Vultures having, what's his, what's his name? Uh, uh, Alan oh, Johannes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it's, it's that kind of situation. Yeah. Like he's just filling in the extra stuff that he doesn't want to do. Yeah. At that I love physically I, can't. I love when it's marketed both. like like uh, Nick Cave and Warren Ellis and like two other people, and you can't put them on the poster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 
it sucks. Uh, they were in a white uh, text. <laughs> <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was really cool, and it was a good venue for that. Uh, the crowd was totally bad. Uh, I oh, really no. don't like Dallas shows. Did they talk? Uh, very talkative, especially. I was in the mezzanine area, and that's in front of the the boxes, which was a mistake. There were a hundred percent people in the boxes in front of me who were just there because they're like, "It's a it's a Friday night. I need to go to the Majestic Theater. I don't know who this band is." At one point, a guy in front of me, like a couple rows in front of me, shouted out a name of a song for them to play, and Nick Cave was like, "That's not our song, man." <laughs> uh, he said that. Yeah, that's and hilarious. He tried to have a whole like conversation with the guy about like, if you don't know who we are, then why the fuck are you here? Yeah, what are you doing here? What's the fu- oh god? I fucking hate that. Yeah, but he, they handled it pretty well dealing with the crowd. Uh, sometimes not so well. Like they definitely ended earlier than they were going to, and waited longer to come out for the encore so that like hopefully some of those shitheads left, which did happen. Uh, but it was good. good. It was about two and a half hour, two and a half oh. hours of nice. music. Any nice. opener? No opener, just them. And they ended awesome. before they were going to. They they definitely they played like an hour and a half and then they stopped. And then they came back and did like a half hour encore and another half hour encore after that. Holy yeah. shit. Jesus. They, they always perform a lot from the two times I've seen them like as the band and just him being by himself. Uh, it is kind of interesting to see some of the songs they played are off their most recent album by the Bad Seeds, uh, Ghostine, which they haven't played live yet as a band, at least in North America. Um, so I've seen him play it, just him on the piano, and now I've seen him like play it with Warren Ellis, and it's kind of like getting filled out as a live performance, which is kind of interesting. So... Yeah, that is really cool. I think it would be cool to see that as a whole band if they do come back. Uh, but they may not because I, I got the impression that he was very unhappy with that crowd. So <laughs> I didn't have that experience with the uh, Jeff Tweedy one. This like uh, When I saw Adrian Lanker, the most respectful acoustic crowd I've ever been to because I've been to acoustic shows where it's that, yeah. where people are talking. Acoustic bands, like it's hit or miss like whether or not people are going to talk over. Jeff Tweedy was the same way where like, it was a really respectful, more rowdy audience, but that was between songs. Well, and they weren't doing acoustic really. They they had amplifiers and they had stuff okay. being loud enough to where it like filled the room up. It so was, maybe that's the difference. It might have been a factor, but I think the other thing was just there were some people there who like they were just there to like go to a show, which is yeah crazy to me because it wasn't like a cheap show to just go to. But yeah, we uh, we we had someone yelling at us at our show <laughs> last night. Sorry oh about God. that. <laughs> that sucked so much. I hate he, that shit. He he just kept asking us to play "Sweet Child of Mine." <laughs> I walked up on a set break. I was like, "Who the fuck is yelling? Which one of you guys is? Is it you?" And the guy was like, "No, it's him." And I was like, "Stop fucking yelling, that dude. We're not gonna play it." But it's it's not even <laughs> funny. Like, yeah, I I was like, "Thank you for not saying play Freebird." I appreciate that it was at least "Sweet Child of Mine," but we don't know it. And he's like, like, "You played a little bit of it." I'm like, "I know it. Our drummer knows it. Hagen knows it." But the other two people in the band right. don't know it. He's like, oh, of course, they could just feel it out. I'm like, that's not how fucking music works, man. <laughs> you should have told him to go up there and feel it out. I did. I was like, do you want to go up and do it? And he was like, no, 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 I'm good. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. It was great. Just yeah. want to eat my Impossible Burger. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was not eating an Impossible Burger. No, he definitely was not. Uh, I, I, my, I haven't listened to anything new this week. I, I, I've been very, like like, stressed and tired, so... Um, I've just been kind of listening to uh, as much heavy music as I possibly can. It relaxes me. It calms me. Um, it really puts me in a nice, like, energetic mood as well as being relaxing. It's kind of a weird thing where, like, it kind of calms me and also gets gets me ready for what's to come, right? Does that make sense? Am I am I contradicting myself? Like a Four loco. Like a Four loco. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Have heavy you ever music. had a Four loco? <laughs> Shaka. <laughs> 
heavy music is like a four loco to me. Um, so a lot, a lot, a lot of like throwback. You get to remember. Uh, we listen um, to Alaska. Yeah, four years strong. Listen to Alaska. Um, uh, if if you want like new heavy stuff to listen to, um, there's a band called Body Snatcher that has some really really heavy shit. Um, and the new Devil Wears Prada singles are really good too. I don't like the Devil Wears Prada, but their new singles are fucking awesome. Also, kind of on the lines of heavy shit, I listened to uh, Tiger Cub's new record, As Blue as Indigo. I'd never heard of them. A friend of mine recommended it. Uh, Spoon came out with a new record called Lucifer on the Sofa. I'm undecided on how I feel about it. And for a throwback, I'm listening to the band Hey Rosetta's last release as a band called Second Sight. It's such a good album. And it's been making me so happy the last like, two <laughs> or three days. That's been the one that I've been listening to like between gigs and stuff whenever I'm driving anywhere. Yeah, I yeah. put that on and I'm just like fucking awesome yeah yeah I, I i left my i left my my gig today to come here to record and i was like i i just like i took a deep breath <laughs> and i just put on between the buried in me and i was like all right let's go i can do this i can yeah, do this so more we just a parallax uh yeah yeah, yeah 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 uh yeah just 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 as much as much heavy stuff as possible mm-hmm. it's great all right, Cribs, get the fuck out of my house. That's what Higgins about to say. It's what exactly I'm going to say. Anybody have anything else before I get you the fuck out of my house? No. Oh, actually, funny story. Uh, uh, at, at the Rustic, we played at the Rustic in Dallas. Big shout out to our sound guy because uh, there was a guy on stage randomly. Oh, that was so funny. This is like like this is this is amazing. Uh, so guy on stage, right? And Dave, you were coming back from the I bar. I was walking right? back from the bar, and I was like, okay, so I'm not like in in that band. Yeah. I was just like playing bass that night and, and we had eight people there was night. eight people and i think there was supposed to be someone else who sh- was supposed to show up but didn't and i was like i wonder if i think that's the person i don't think that's them that looks like a frat dude yeah and he was just fucking standing there doing nothing like looking around and was i was he like, just like trying to fit in or on stage on stage stuff. yeah and it's like an, i don't know how he got up on the stage on the side you can just climb up oh i didn't know that yeah. but anyway i so i walk back and i'm like uh who's that guy on stage and he's like, what do you mean? Who's that guy on stage? And as I'm saying that, the manager comes back and goes, hey, there's a random guy on stage. Yeah. And so and so then as soon as as soon as the manager says that, our sound guy runs, like sprints onto stage, From opens the, green the door room to the stage. It feels as though in my memory, I don't think that's exactly what happened, but it feels like he kicked the door open to the stage and is like, hey, get the fuck off my stage. <laughs> <laughs> and they get a bunch of frat dudes in the audience go, boom. Yeah, they it's were, like don't fucking boo. They were booing him for kicking him off the stage, and it was like, and, the, and, and like, just ridiculous. Just but, but big shout out to to the rustic uh, and yeah, Reed, our sound Reed. guy. Uh, but that that yeah, get the fuck out of my house. It's been that kind of energy this weekend. Yeah, and he <laughs> uh, and he goes to the manager after he gets off stage. He goes, get those fucking guys out of here. And she's like, no, I heard you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And he's uh, like, where the fuck is security at? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, if you haven't already, uh, you can follow or subscribe to us on whatever podcast app you are using. Um, we really appreciate that little move right there. If you're on social media, you can follow us on Instagram at DFTA podcast, or you can find us on Facebook. If you're still on that thing, at don't feed the artists. Um, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review because that does help us out a whole lot. If you have any suggestions for topics or music to listen to, or uh, 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 anything at all. If you just want to say hi, you can email us at let's take a shot at don't feed the artist.com. 
so thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. This has been an excellent weekend, a great way to end the weekend. Sorry if I was aggressive about the Epic and Bandcamp thing, and fuck off! Get me some sleep! I regret saying that.